Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Rogers Place, 8th floor, 11 degrees in the house right now. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. We got ourselves a game night. The Edmonton Oilers in action against the Buffalo Sabres and we have a jam-packed show with lots of different elements to it. Our guests on today's show will include daily face-offs. Frank Saravalli for Horse Racing Alberta. He's at the Board of Governors meetings as we speak. Washington Capitals color analyst L. May for his thoughts on all things uh, hockey-related in the specific to the Eastern Conference and from the Buffalo News, emerging young star Lance Lysowski uh, will give us a perspective on the Sabres. We'll also have a one-on-one interview with Edmonton Oilers forward Zach Hyman. Now, you can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. Stay charged up this fall. Bring your player's club card to the venue. Get a free River Cree portable charger. For more information, head to therivercreeresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter. Hello, editors. Now you can tweet me personally. Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan S. Scott is back at the 630 Chet Studios. He helped put today's show together. And you can reach Brendan at uh, Brendan with two E's, S. Scott with two Tease. So it is. The Oilers and Buffalo. Game number three of the season for the Edmonton Oilers. Our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. Stuart Skinner will start in goal. We'll head into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. Featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. And that is the, the big news of the day. Here's Stuart Skinner on his first start of the season. Yeah, I feel great. I'm really excited and just grateful that I get another opportunity to play another game in the NHL. It's, um, yeah, I'm really excited for it. Skinner adds uh, these additional thoughts on competing with Jack Campbell. Yeah, it's uh, obviously an uh, uh, interesting situation that goalies are always put in um, because you are competing with, e- with each other, but at the same time you're great good buddies and you're trying to make, get, make each other better, and that's exactly what we do. I feel like we compete hard in practice and games, and we uh, try to you know, be, the best, be the best goalie out there, but at the same time uh, that's actually making both of us better. So I think it's, it's fantastic, and he's obviously one of the best guys ever, so it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. 
All right. Uh, meanwhile, Darnell Nurse, Oilers uh, defenseman, had these comments on Skinner and his improved puck play. Yeah, it's a good puck handler, and obviously just the, the amount of work that uh, I've been here since, since Skins came to his first camp, and um, just the amount of work that he's put in to put himself in the position to, to be one of the two goalies on the NHL roster. It's uh, it's impressive, and he works every day to you know get better and better. So it's been fun to watch him grow, and, and he's uh, he's a heck of a goalie, and uh, we're lucky to have him. And one guy that's watched uh, the evolution of Stuart Skinner has been Jay Woodcroft, who, of course, spent uh, some time with Skinner down in Bakersfield. And Jay Woodcroft, the Oilers head coach, had these thoughts on Skinner's developmental path. I'd actually say he started in the East Coast Hockey League, which he did, and uh, spent a good amount of time down there. There's nothing wrong with that. I think that's healthy for uh, for young goaltenders to try and hit each developmental step along the way. And... Um, you know, my experience with Stewart goes back to when he was drafted, seeing him in development camps, and then certainly in Bakersfield, his first year, he spent some time in Bakersfield, but most time in, in the East Coast Hockey League. But when it came to crunch time in that season, we played him in elimination games in the second round of the playoffs. That's That was, uh, you know, our belief in him at that time. And he's just gotten better and better. He's a mature young man. Um, that goes about his business the right way, and he trusted his process, and uh, happy for him that he gets to start here tonight. I have a real belief in him. Uh, he will uh, be opposing, by the way, Eric Comrie, not Craig Anderson. So Eric Comrie getting the call for the Buffalo Sabres. Bob Stoffer with you at Rogers Place in Ice District. Brendan Escott back at the 630 Chad Studios. And more now from Jay Woodcroft, who had this to say in the relationship between Jack Campbell and Stuart Skinner. Not only are they good goaltenders, they're, they're good people and good teammates. They cheer for each other, but when it's their net, they want to keep it. And, you know, I do, I, I, I like the word you used, I, I would say it's very healthy when that type of uh, atmosphere uh, is the one that you have for your goaltending goal department. Added some additional thoughts on managing his goaltenders. I wouldn't want to put a label on it or put myself into a box. Uh, for me, uh, we're so the season is so young right now, and uh, you know I thought Jack gave us a, a chance to win that first game, which he did. He kind of calmed the waters for us. Uh, obviously, there were some moments that we would have liked to have back in that first game, and that's how it was in the second game as well. We we uh, have some moments there that we would have wanted to have back. Stewart went in and acquitted himself. For really well. We've got a strong belief in both guys. Stewart gets the net tonight. One of the things that has to happen for Edmonton is better starts. Oilers, as we all know, trailed uh, 3-0 a week ago Wednesday to the Vancouver Canucks and were able to rally and come back and win 5-3. They played a better team uh, Calgary on Saturday night. Flames built up a 4-1 lead. Oilers worked it back to 4-3. They didn't get a puncher's chance late. I thought Edmonton was outplayed in large stretches of the game, including the first 15 minutes of the third period. you got to have better starts. Guys got to be ready to go. And there's certain barometers for me. We've mentioned this before. I know know about David and Drysaddle and Hyman and Kane. I know that they're, you know, they're going to be driving. If I want to gauge of Edmonton, it's a guy like Nugent Hopkins up front who does a great job as a facilitator on the power play, uh, does a good job in PK, but 5v5, you know, you look at it, they got gashed for a goal on, uh, uh, you know, play with Nugent Hopkins line early in the game against Calgary on a face-off loss. Uh, defensively, Evan Bouchard's got to get untracked a bit as well. So there's a couple guys in... Again, when when R&H is going, 
the Oilers are going because those other guys, you know, they're going to be relatively productive in every situation. Here's Jay Woodcroft on coaching to get better starts. Yeah, I think for us, we just we put our focus on on the process of um, chunking it down a little bit. Um, th- what I mean by that is putting our focus on the things that go into a good start. Um, I think everybody in here, I think everybody in the community knows that we didn't start well in our first two games. That's a fact. Um, but for us, in order to use the word coach our way out of it, but for us, it, it's figuring our way out of it is just to compartmentalize, chunk it down into small pieces of the things that we can do better. And in the end, we have to go out and execute it. All right, so there you go. That's our owner's uh, now audio vault for direct workwear. When we come back, we'll get to our game day lineup report for McGuire Financial, our Oilers game day trivia for Ming Shine, and NHL Today for elite promotional marketing. It is 12-15 in Edmonton. It's a game night at Rogers Place, the Oilers in Buffalo, and you're listening to Oilers Now. Buffalo Sabres in town. It's 12-17 in Edmonton, and this is Oilers Now, and it is time for Game Day Trivia. Brought to you on Game Days by Ming Shine. Brendan Escott, what's everybody playing for? I'm going to get a $50 gift certificate to any one of their service packages. Plus, uh, bragging rights. If you can, And this is a tough question today. At Ming Shine, keep your vehicle looking and feeling brand new with the new vehicle protection package. Book now at MingShine.com. you got to text in the right answer. I'm going to be intrigued to see, Brennan, if anybody gets this, okay? At least in the first, say, three minutes. Here we go. Hint number one. We're looking for a former Edmonton Oiler. He played two seasons for the Oilers. Two seasons for the Oilers. Again, you got a Texas the right answer at 780-496-0063. He also played for the Medicine Hat Tigers. He also played for the Medicine Hat Tigers. That's hit number two. Prior to playing for the Oilers, he played for Detroit, the Rangers, and Pittsburgh in the National Hockey League. Before playing for the Oilers, he played for Detroit, the Rangers, and Pittsburgh in the NHL. So we're looking for a guy that uh, played a couple seasons with the Oilers, played for the Medicine Hat Tigers, and played for Detroit, the Rangers, and Pittsburgh in uh, the National Hockey League before playing for the Edmonton Oilers. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. I'm just going to leave that, Brendan. You can scour away and see if anybody's come up with it yet. And uh, we are going to get to our game day lineup report brought to you by McGuire Financial. Don't let your financial future be a mystery. For a free financial consultation, visit mcguirefinancial.ca. So, based on practice today, we will tell you Derek Ryan was the last skater on the ice. It does appear as though the Edmonton Oilers are going to go 11-7. and Yesterday, the Oilers recalled Marcus Niemelainen. It appears like he's going to be in. They sent Brad Malone down. That means the Oilers would only have 11 forwards going. Today was an optional. Yesterday at practice, they had Connor McDavid with Patrick Kane. Or Patrick Kane. 
Freudian slip. Connor McDavid with the Vander Gaten Connor Yamamoto. Uh, McDavid in his career, four goals, 11 points, 11 games against the Sabres. Leon Dreisaitl was with Zach Hyman. And yes, a Paul Yarby. We'll hear from Hyman in today's show. Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Dylan Holloway and Warren Fogle. McLeod, Shore, and Ryan. Hmm, and we've mentioned that Derek Ryan was the last guy on the ice day. Looks like 11 and 7. Nurse with CC, Kulak, and Barry. If it's 11 and 7, that would mean Murray slash Nimalainen with Bouchard, who was playing 16 minutes a game in Dash 4 to start the year. We know that Stuart Skinner starts in goal, stopped 31 out of 31 against the Calgary Flames. The Buffalo Sabres, like Edmonton, are 1 and 1 on the season. And they are going to look like this for tonight's game. Tage Thompson, who had a 15% shooting percentage last year, scored 38 goals. He will center uh, Jeff Skinner, who had 33 last season, and Alex Tuck, who came over in the trade for Jack Eichel. It'll be Dylan Cousins with Vinny Hinestroza and J.J. Paterka. It'll be... Casey Middlestat with Rasmus Asplund and Victor Olofsson. Peyton Krebs slides in the middle. He had seven goals and 22 points in 48 games last year in Buffalo. He, too, was part of the trade uh, that uh, sent Jack Eichel to the um, Vegas Golden Knights. So Krebs will center longtime uh, Sabre Zemgus Gergensens and Kyle Oposo was in the last year of his deal. On defense, they just signed uh, Matthias uh, Samuelson. That's Jal Samuelson's son to a seven-year deal, $30 million bucks, with Rasmus Dahlin, who had a 53-point season last year. Dahlin was the number one overall pick in the 2018 NHL draft. Number one pick in the 2021 draft, Owen Power with Henry uh, Yokoharu, who was acquired in a trade for Nylander, not William, but uh, Michael Nylander. Is that the right? I'm trying to think if I got the right Nylander. Anyhow, uh, the one that went from Buffalo to Chicago. And uh, and then we got Jacob Bryson with Ilya Labushkin in the third pairing. And again, Eric Carmey starts in goal. Had a good season last year with the Jets. He went 10-5-1, a 2.58 goals against the average 9.20 save percentage. Um, the Sabres will have 11 first-rounders in the lineup tonight, five that are homegrown. The Oilers will have 11 first-rounders in the lineup, eight that are homegrown. Uh, the Oilers have five players 30-plus. The Sabres have three players 30-plus, uh, three defensemen with Buffalo playing north of 20 minutes per game. The Oilers, too, have 3D, and, of course, McDavid and Drysaddle playing north of 20 minutes per game. That is our game day lineup report. Edmonton's first in the league in the power play at 50%. No surprise there. They're currently 13th on the PK. The Sabres have not scored a power play goal yet this year. They're 17th in PK at 80%. Brendan, have we got a winner yet? Okay, I've pieced this together. We do, and this we have two correct answers. The first one came in, um, and it was from Hazen, so congratulations. Now, Hazen says they grew up down the road from Matt Fontaine in Wetaskiwin, so it was an easy one there. Wow. Val Fontaine. Val Fontaine. We went old school. My next hint, I think Val Fontaine might be the oldest living uh, 
uh, former Oilers. So Val Fontaine played for the Alberta Oilers in 72-73 and then for the Edmonton Oilers in 73-74. I saw him here uh, the other night when they honored the 72-73 team. He played for the Medicine Hat Tigers in the early 1950s. Then he played in the old uh, WHL, which was a pro league at that time. It was not an amateur league before uh, applying his craft, sort of as a checking undersized uh, center for the Red Wings and the Rangers and then later Pittsburgh. And he finished up. He played uh, for the Oilers as a 39- and 40-year-old in 72-73 and 73-74. Belfontaine is 88 years of age. He was in the house the other night. Nicely done because that was done in... That was not the easiest of questions, I, I've got to say. I mean, I, I said it two years as an oiler, Alberta oiler, Edmonton oiler, played for the Medicine Hat Tiger, and then before playing for the Oilers, and that was the hint, before playing for the Oilers, played for Detroit, the Rangers, and Pittsburgh. Nicely done. Brendan, it just shows you, we have some really smart listeners to this show. We sure do. It always uh, like, always impresses me like when we the do these games. The fact that they could figure that one out, because I thought... I thought I was going to have to go with, he has a grandson that's the captain of the Alberta Golden Bears. That's Matt Fontaine. And he's, I believe, the oldest living oiler at the age of 88. So I'm pretty sure he's he's the oldest living guy that's a, that's a oiler player. All righty. Uh, let's do this. Do we have time? No, we're not going to go to Zach Hyman. Instead, uh, we're going to shift focus, and we're going to go to NHL Today. It is brought to you. Uh, daily by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, Drew Shamahorn and staff, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com, and here is Brendan Esco. All right, Oilers and Sabres is one of eight games on the schedule tonight. Ottawa hosts Boston. Vancouver visits Columbus, and Calgary entertains Vegas. Here in the Canucks, by the way, had a closed-door players-only meeting amid this 0-3 start. Uh, that is your Canadian content this evening. Our coverage of Oilers and Buffalo starts at 5.30. Game time, 7 o'clock on 6.30. Chet, Guinea Kuznetsov suspended one game for high-sticking Canucks defenseman Kyle Burrows. 72-year-old Mike Keenan, is uh, he is now the international coach for the Italian men's team. Why is that, you ask? Well, Italy is set to host the 2026 Winter Olympics, so you get a little experience in there for that program, or a lot of experience. Keenan last coaching in the NHL for Calgary in 2008-2009. He coached uh, Kunlin Red Star in the KHL in 2017-18. Oil Kings kicking off a six-game homestand this Friday when Prince Albert comes to Rogers Place. Edmonton laboring out of the gate, a 1-7-1 start. 5-0 Golden Bears visiting the 5-1 Saskatchewan Huskies this weekend. It's a battle of the top two teams in the Canada West, Bob. We did have a couple guesses, by the way, with Mark Lamb. Uh, and I think that was the medicine hat angle. Uh, again, Val Fontaine was our trivia question. Yeah, Alberta and Saskatchewan this week in Canada West action. Uh, Prince Albert Raiders in town to play the Edmonton Oil Kings Friday. The Raiders have Edmonton's first-round pick as part of the Caden Gooley trade last year. Um, so PA's got two of the top five picks in the draft. Jeff Truitt who briefly coached the Oilers farm team in 2008-2009 before he was relieved of his duties and replaced by Rob Dom. Ironically, Truett was Dom's assistant at one time in the Western League. Uh, Jeff Truett is the head coach now in Prince Albert. He's done a really good job, historically speaking, in developing a young defenseman. Uh, But those are two teams, PA and Edmonton, in a little bit of a rebuild. 
The Bears, meanwhile, in Saskatchewan, their age-old rivalry. No Mike Babcock, though. He left the University of Saskatchewan uh, at the end of, uh, I guess, just uh, over the course of the summer. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Clint says, Bob, if I'm not mistaken, Veld Fontaine holds the record for the least amount of penalty minutes in a single season. Well, he went the entire year, 1967-68, without drawing a minor with the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the entire year in 70-71 and in 71-72. And in, that's unbelievable. No, that can't be right. Is that right? Is, in his NHL career, Val Fontaine played 820 NHL games. He had 26 penalty minutes in 820 games. So he had one, two, three, five NHL seasons. Five NHL seasons where he played... Uh, at least 28 games, four where he played at least 59 games without a single penalty minute the entire year. Very gentlemanly player and a real classy guy, Val Fontaine. All right, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. I didn't look at the script, Brendan, so I hope I have that No, you nailed it. I nailed it? Good. (laughs) When we come back for the horses at Horse Racing Alberta, Frank Saravalli.